Hello everyone, I'm your host Chloe Madeline and welcome to the Behind Her Mind podcast. Here we deep dive on all things health, fitness, lifestyle and everything in between. The intention is to inspire, to entertain and to empower. Join me as I unpack life and navigate my 20s all whilst trying to live a purpose-driven, authentic, real and unfiltered life full of the highs, the lows, the yeses and the noes. If you're ready to chat the inner workings of a 20-something's mind, you're in the right place. Let's get chatting. Hello, 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 you beautiful people, and welcome back to the Behind Her Mind podcast, episode two. Today's episode, we are chatting all things goals and powerful goals at that. I will be talking to how to set your goals and the process behind doing so, But first things first, let's catch up on the past week. I do first off want to say thank you for all the sweet messages in relation to returning to podcasting that I received from some of you. It was very surprising, but lovely to read. So yeah, thank you. Now, the week that was. Uh, I don't have any major things to catch you up on, but honestly, this last week has been one of the better weeks I have had in a little while. In terms of my training, it's the first time in a hot minute that I have completed all five of my sessions and completed them well, or at least up to a, a standard that I that I expect of myself. It's honestly, at the moment, it's a matter of building my momentum up again and my consistency. And this past week has been really good for that goal of mine in terms of my uh, nutrition. Things are still on the upward trajectory. I am trying to build some muscle, build as much as possible prior to entering into prep sometime next year, especially because I am entering into the big leagues with the IFBB wellness girls. They are next level. Like it almost scares me. Actually, it does scare me. But in a good way, like if your goals don't scare you, they're honestly not big enough. Moving forward with both my training and nutrition, it's honestly just a matter of taking up a, taking it up a notch every single day, every single week, every single month. And that'll of course be my aim for the week coming. And all in all, it's just, it's just a matter of building the momentum, continuing to do so and just finding my balance with everything and finding how I fit everything into my life and not allowing other external aspects to take over my goals etc etc work work is work it's a combination of stress high workload and a not so ideal environment but it is what it is at the minute I am I have some things happening in the back end so hopefully actually not hopefully it's not a a permanent thing for me so at the moment as I said it is what it is um and the only other thing I guess to chat about is that I went and visited my horse Duke yesterday had a little cheeky ride and caught up with my family so that's always amazing it is genuinely like riding a bike like you just don't forget how to ride a horse but let me tell you I am so sore this morning the combination of leg day yesterday at the gym and then riding after maybe like six to eight months I'm feeling it this morning but yeah that is my week 
So we're just going to dive straight on in into today's topic. And today's topic, as I said earlier, is all about setting powerful goals. So setting powerful and achievable goals is a crucial aspect of personal development, whether in the context of life, of career, wellness, health, fitness, bodybuilding, honestly, in whatever context is relevant to you and your circumstance. Goals and well-defined goals provide direction, they provide motivation, and overall, they provide a clear roadmap for your journey of self-improvement. And as I said, this literally can be applied to whatever aspect of your life you wish to apply it to. So I'm about to give you my breakdown on how I personally set my goals whenever I am on the the path of improving something or on the path of achieving something, whatever it may be. So first things first, the number one thing I start off with is that I make sure that I have defined my values and my priorities. You need to identify your core values and what truly matters to you in order to be able to set appropriate goals for yourself. There is zero point in me setting a goal of running 40 kilometers If running does not align with my values, it does not align with my priorities and it doesn't truly matter to me. I will not achieve it because it does not do any of the things I've just mentioned. Your goals need to align with your values and if they do, this ensures the goals are both meaningful and motivating. Essentially, if you haven't done this, if you don't know what your values are and you don't know what your priorities are and you don't know what matters to you, and you're just going to go willy-nilly and create a goal, you potentially are setting yourself up for failure from the get-go. Second thing, make sure your goals are as specific as they possibly can be. If you are setting a goal and it's a, a very vague goal, it's a, I'm going to get healthy this year, or I'm going to get fit this year, or I'm going, you know, whatever, It lacks that clarity and it makes it challenging to measure your progress and to measure how you are advancing towards actually achieving that goal. So if we take it back to what I just said, if we're setting a goal this year of, or not this year, I mean, we're in freaking September, for the rest of the year, we want to get as healthy as possible by the end of the year. How do we know from that goal how I'm measuring that? Like, what is the marker for me getting as healthy as possible? So you need to make your goals, as I said, as specific as possible. So if the original goal was to get as healthy as possible for the rest of the year, I could amend that goal and make it, I want to drink two liters of water daily for the rest of the year. And in turn, me drinking more water and hydrating myself is going to advance my overall goal of health, as an example. Further to specificity being key, we can also use the SMART criteria to set our goals. And now I know some people don't like the SMART criteria. They don't, you know, it's very, you're either loving it or you're hating it kind of situation. You can obviously adapt SMART to suit the way that you want to set your goals up. But generally speaking, the SMART criteria does map out essentially every single aspect of your goal that you need to essentially achieve what you're wanting to do. So obviously SMART, the S stands for specific, which is what I just spoke about. So you want to be able to clearly define what you want to achieve. The M stands for measurable. 
So that means establishing metrics to track your progress. So obviously, if we take it back to the water goal, you've got a metric of two liters a day, and that is trackable. A stands for achievable. So you want to be making sure that you are setting your goals to be realistic according to your resources and your time constraints and your schedule and your lifestyle and what have you. So for instance, I'm not going to set a goal of running 5Ks daily every single day for the rest of the year because my time constraints, my lifestyle, my priorities, none of that allows or aligns with setting a goal of 5Ks a day. So yeah, making sure that your goal is realistic to your individual circumstances is paramount. So that was S, M, and A. R is relevant. So again, ensuring that our goals align with our overall objectives. So my overall objective is to get on stage in season B. My smaller goals need to align with that overall objective. And the T stands for time-bound, timely, whatever have you. That means you want to set a deadline for achieving your goal. You are more likely to work towards and to put in the steps and to act accordingly towards your goal if there is a deadline. It's like when you you apply it to say a school setting and say that you know about your assignment and you've got six months to submit it. A lot of people and more people than not will start that assignment the week before it's due rather than starting it six months prior because they've got that deadline, they've got that pressure on them to achieve the goal, they've got that time-bound constraint. And obviously the time-bound constraint is in place from the get-go at six months. But, you know, when you're a week out, you're going to do it no matter what, you just get it done regardless. So that is the SMART criteria. So specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. And obviously, all in all, applying these five things allows you to create well-structured goals. Next thing, break down your larger goals. If your ultimate goal, your overall objective is overwhelming, break it down into smaller manageable steps or milestones. And this allows you to track your progress easier and to stay motivated along the way. So if we take it back to my IFBB goal, my overall objective is to hit the stage Season B, IFBB Wellness 2024. That's the overall objective. And me sitting here at, say, 14 months out or whatever, it's massive. It's so far away. It's such a big step for me. It's such a big goal that I need to break that down into smaller, more achievable goals so that I know that I am tracking along and making progress towards the overall one. So at the moment, my smaller goal is to build muscle. And then obviously another smaller goal I'll have is to improve upon my posing. And then obviously when I start entering into prep itself, it'll be, you know, to lose the body fat along the way. It'll be to ensure I keep my sleep quality up, etc., etc. So I need to break down the larger goal to make it less overwhelming, more manageable, easier to track. And it allows me to keep my motivation as much as I possibly can along the way. Another step in my breakdown of setting powerful goals is to ensure that you are focusing on intrinsic motivation. So there's intrinsic and there's extrinsic. So extrinsic, ex, external, external rewards. So an external reward for setting foot on the IFBB stage in 2024 might be that I get a placing, I get a medal. 
Whereas intrinsic motivation is doing something because it's personally rewarding. So I find joy in the journey towards the stage. I find joy in pushing myself to my limits. I find joy in, you know, achieving something that's so big and so almost out of reach, like hitting the IFBB stage. So you need to alike your values and your morals and beliefs and whatnot. You need to consider what truly motivates you from within rather than something external. If you can identify what is going to motivate you from within in relation to the goal that you are setting, it's going to do more for you. It's going to be more sustainable. You're going to be more likely to stay on track and to do and act in a manner that allows you to achieve your goal better, faster, to a level you thought not possible, etc. Now, this next step of mine might seem a little bit woo-woo and honestly, when I got told to do this, when I, when people speak about this, I was always like, what's that going to do for you? But visualize success. It's not, and I don't mean this in like, go and sit down at the beach and close your eyes and take a few deep breaths and literally visualize yourself doing whatever it is. It's almost just like imagining yourself at the finish line, imagining yourself achieving the goal that you've set out and what that feels like how you're gonna think about it how you're gonna feel about it what it looks like who is going to you know embark on that journey with you who's going to celebrate you who's going to be there with you etc visualization can enhance your commitment to the goal and your drive for the goal imagine yourself successfully achieving your goal there is zero point to setting a goal if from the get-go You cannot even imagine yourself achieving the goal. If you think it's unachievable and you've got that mindset from the get-go, you are more likely to not achieve it if that's what you're putting out into the universe. And obviously that is the part that sounds a bit woo-woo. But it's so true. If you can't even imagine yourself achieving the goal, if you literally have zero thoughts in your brain that it is even 1% achievable, then why are you even committing to it if you quote-unquote think it's impossible? Now, my next steps, I'm going to group into one because I they kind of align with each other. But firstly, write down your goals and secondly, develop an action plan. So you want to be able to document your goals somehow. Now, this can obviously depend on what works for you, what suits you and what is better for you. But document your goals in a journal, make a vision board, tell someone about it, write it down on your notes, on your iPhone, whatever it may be. And honestly, by documenting it, and obviously document it however you like, by documenting it, it reinforces your commitment and it keeps your goals in the forefront of your mind. And further to that, develop an action plan. There is no point putting a goal out there, documenting a goal, without having the steps you're going to take to get there, without having the the behaviors that you're going to exhibit to get there, without having a plan. There is, you're not going to achieve a goal if you've got no journey to get there, if you've got no sense of what needs to happen and what you're going to do to make it happen. It's it's like putting down on paper, I'm going to make a thousand dollars. How, what, when, where, why, etc. So outline the specific steps that you need to take to reach your goal. And ultimately, this creates your roadmap for your journey. 
So if I want to take this back to my goal of hitting the stage next year, my coach and I have a roadmap for that journey. We know exactly what we're doing at what stage in the next 14 months. So at the moment, I'm in a build phase. Obviously, that's not going to last forever. So there'll be a step in there where we go into a cut phase. There'll be a step for a pre-prep phase. There'll be a prep phase. And then even within the prep, there'll be smaller steps like, you know, we should be aiming to lose such and such each week or each fortnight and we've got perhaps milestones so there might be like a physique checkpoint at 20 weeks out at 10 weeks out at five weeks out etc we're not just sitting here you know 14 months in advance going hey we're gonna get on the stage next year and leaving it at that we've got an action plan we've got a roadmap the goal is written down we've got the specific steps i need to take to reach my goal and I'm ultimately just setting myself up for success in achieving that goal. And to elaborate further on that point, make sure you are monitoring your progress and adjusting if necessary. You should be able to regularly assess your progress. And this takes it all the way back to making sure your goal is specific in the sense that there is a way to track your progress. So if you're not making headway, if you're not making the right amount of progress towards your goal, if you're not doing whatever, this, by monitoring your progress, it allows you to adjust your strategies, to adjust the timeline, to implement new strategies, to change something slightly that may not be working in your favor, to trial and error what works for you to get you to your goal. Literally everything that I talk to in this episode is linked. If you're missing one of these steps or you're not actioning one of these steps well enough it will cascade into the next step and into the next step and everything needs to be working in unison in order to reach a goal and none of these steps are like mind-blowing they're not things that no one's ever heard of before they're all very basic very simple very easy to you know put into place But sometimes when we're setting a goal, we kind of just set the goal and we go, oh yeah, I kind of know what I'm doing to get from A to B. I kind of know what it looks like. I kind of know this. I kind of know that. But if you get really specific, if you get really, if you really hone into your goals and really like plan and adapt and, you know, do all the things, your execution is going to be next level. So yes, anyways, my next little tip is to stay accountable. And that looks like sharing your goals. You can share your goals with a friend, share your goals with a mentor, tell your partner about it, tell your family about it, get a coach who can provide the support and hold you accountable to yourself. Do whatever it is that is necessary for you to stay accountable. And further to that, life is not perfect. We as individuals are not perfect and you can plan, you can do whatever it is you can follow literally step one to ten to the t and that doesn't necessarily negate you from experiencing setbacks embrace the failures embrace the setbacks they're all a part of your journey use them as a learning opportunity to refine your approach and this comes back to the trial and error aspect you may implement a strategy one week And you may find that the strategy only works to your advantage 80%. So then you want to take it back to the drawing board, 
work out which one little component of that strategy wasn't working for you, adjust it and re-implement the new strategy, which is the refined version of the prior one. You need to almost readjust your thinking. No matter, as I said, how many times you plan something or how much detail you go into, failure is going to happen. Setbacks are going to happen. It's how you approach those setbacks. It's how you approach that quote-unquote failure. And it's how you utilize that to benefit you moving forward. And on top of that, stay flexible. Circumstances change. You cannot predict your future day by day, minute by minute, etc. Your goals may need to be adjusted over time and it is okay to adapt your goals to new information that's incoming and new priorities that you have taken on. You do not need to set a goal and stick to it no matter what until you reach it. If down the track it doesn't align with you, if down the track things change and you have set your sights on something else, if down the track it simply is something that you don't want anymore, you can be flexible and you can adjust. Another thing in this breakdown of how to set powerful goals is to celebrate yourself. Acknowledge and celebrate your successes no matter how small or big they are. I don't care if your success is that you woke up at 5am four days out of seven days of the week and the prior week you only woke up at 5am two days out of the seven days. That is still a success. I don't care if your success is the fact that you you know, usually snooze your alarm five times before you actually get out of bed and every single morning you only did it once. That is still progression towards your goal. Celebrate yourself, celebrate your achievements, celebrate your success. It literally will only do you good moving forward because it reinforces your commitment to the goal. Rather than, you know, talking badly about yourself, talking negatively on yourself, You're practicing your self-compassion, you're being kind to yourself throughout the process, and you're celebrating yourself along the way. You need to aim to avoid self-criticism unless it is constructive criticism, and remember that progress takes time. You cannot simply wake up and achieve a 12-month goal in the span of 24 hours. It's just not going to work like that, and you know, if, if it did work like that, We'd all be bloody millionaires, living our best lives, not working, being able to achieve A, B and C in 24 hours. We'd probably honestly be bored. If you could achieve everything within 24 hours, how bored would you be? And my final little step of this breakdown to setting powerful goals is to review and renew. You need to periodically review your goals to ensure that they are still aligned with your values, your desires, and your priorities. It is okay, as I said, if your goal no longer aligns with either of those three things. It's a matter of adjusting the goal or setting a completely new goal as necessary. My reminder to you today and in today's episode and in every single episode moving forward and for life Setting powerful and achievable goals is an ongoing process. It requires self-reflection. It requires adaptability and it requires consistent effort. If you can follow these steps or a similar version of these steps, you can create goals that inspire you and guide you towards personal growth and success 
in all and whatever aspects of your life that you see fit. And that is a wrap, you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I hope you are having an incredible day or night whenever it is that you are listening. And I will be in your ears next Monday. Bye, guys. And that is a wrap for today's episode. Thank you for listening to the Behind Her Mind podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, a follow and a review on whichever platform you are listening from would mean the absolute world. For guest and topic suggestions and to keep up to date with all things Behind Her Mind, please come and connect with us on Instagram at Behind Her Mind Pod. I will be in your ears again next Monday, so stay tuned.